Welcome back to another episode of Final Checkpoint. I'm Joel. And I'm Ben. And each week we talk about video game news and catch you up on the games we've been playing this last week or the week of, whatever. Um, You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Apple, and thegamefanatics.com. You can also send in your comments, questions, and concerns to finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. This week, we're going to be discussing the big games that are still set to release in 2019 that many of us forgot about. Um, And then we have some thoughts on Google's next project, Stadia. It's less thoughts and more concerns. Yeah, yeah. Generally, most of my thoughts are concerns. So it's like... Uh, (laughs) Just in in life in general, right? Yeah, just just in life in general. Ben, um, last couple weeks we've had guests on the podcast. Yes. Um, They went well. Um, I think uh, it's nice to just kind of get it back to just me and you for a change and uh, just kind of have a little, hopefully a little more of a calmer, just kind of easygoing podcast. <laughs> I agree. Make a, a little laid back, just crack a cold one or whatever it is people do. Yeah. I, I cracked a cold LaCroix over here with my water uh, bottle. I mean, I'm ready to hydrate. I'm ready to stay hydrated. <laughs> everybody. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's really into water all of a sudden. And I like it, but I hate it. Cause like then you constantly have to go pee and I'm just kind of like, that's, true. If I take the time and add it all up together, I'm just wasting my life peeing. It's like, I don't want to be too hydrated, but I feel right. like I almost exist better a little bit dehydrated. Hmm. I feel you yeah. on that. I feel yeah. like I'm less in the way when I'm dehydrated in the way which is kind of just better for everybody in the world (laughs) (laughs) there's so much to unpack in this (laughs) not just pack it in pack it in Uh, shove it all the way down and just ignore it (laughs) perfect that's how yeah i like that idea too please ignore me exactly just ignore the rest of the show just turn it off it's fine (laughs) so ben how how have things been going in general uh it's great it's yeah. good. I mean, I said great. Like, it's great. He lied. He lied. Uh, I pitched. It, it's, it's good. It's good. Things are fine. It's kind of the lull before the video game storm of the fall, but this fall is pretty light. So I, I've been enjoying not really playing anything new. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. It's, but. it's been a weird time. Like this, this year in general has been like kind of weird. Like it started off with like some bangers. And then, like, it seems like as soon as we hit summer, it just kind of died down. And I wasn't, like, super excited about anything coming out. Yeah. So, like, I've just been playing a lot of old games. And so, like, a lot of the games that we're about to talk about, I just completely spaced out on. Mm -hmm. I agree. And even some of these games, they're not... It's not like, oh, my God, I can't wait to play for this. yeah. It's just like, oh, cool. Yeah, sure. It, it seems like the normal mix of games is just not there. Like, I remember during Fallout, it would usually be like Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, Battlefield, then Fallout, or I don't know, some shit. Like, it was. It seemed like it was always like a few usual suspects that were coming out. And this mm-hmm. year, it's just been like nobody wants to be out. I mean, yeah. it is... Usually the fall is not the time for me and the games I like. The last couple of years, it has been the couple, the first couple months of the year. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Going even going back to like Resident Evil Seven and Neo and Zelda and Horizon and Persona Five. Like that was a five month span had all those games and it was the first three months of the year or four months. Yeah, right? that's definitely true. That's that's, that's I, and I near like that. I think was in there as well. Like it's a that's the time of year that games I tend to like tend to come out. The end of the year is the shooters and the stuff I enjoy, but not necessarily my jam mm-hmm. per se. I'm kind of all over the place on that like spectrum of games because I do like shooters. I also really like RPGs. And then I think like the middle of the year is more for like shooter RPGs. <laughs> so we see like Division sure. come out, Destiny, stuff like that. <sighs> the Looties, shooties. The, the Schluties. Schluties. <laughs> I do like Schluter. Schluter? Yeah. Oh, I hate that word too. But it's pretty good. I like saying it. I just don't like hearing it. Is that weird? That's a weird. It thing. is fun to say. It is really fun to say. It is. Well, let's go ahead and start jumping into our topic about uh, games that are still set to release as of now. Games, games, games. This may change. Um, I doubt for any of these are going to be delayed at this point. I mean, they should hope not. Yeah. You know what? The If there was one that could possibly still be delayed, I would say it'd probably be like Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I, didn't they just have that it's gone gold tweet? Oh, shit, they did. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, things would have had to horribly go wrong for them to be delayed, man. We lost the disc. With the <laughs> we, <gold> lost, <laughs> we lost the Star Wars. We don't know where <laughs> it went. <laughs> we lost the license. Like, man, really? Oh, well, not surprised. Um, <laughs> you fucked that up. So let's go, I guess, in chronological order and start with The Outer Wilds, a game that I was really excited about at first, but as we kind of got closer to it, I just, like, stopped caring about it. What are Mm. your thoughts on The Outer Wilds, which is set to release uh, October 25th this week? Yeah, next Friday. Uh, Um, I'm... So it's a Game Pass game. I looked at it on my PC today and clicked the button because it's PC Game Pass as well. Oh, cool. Um, and I'm all ready. Like, I like the Fallout games. I actually, earlier this year, went back and played a little bit of Fallout 76 or whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. and I do like that quite a bit. I, I like the idea of it being in space as yeah. opposed to a medieval Skyrim or post-apocalyptic Fallout. It, oh, this is a different setting for that same kind of style, so I'm I'm into it in that and to be honest with you, I don't think I've seen really anything of this game outside of maybe both E3s that it was at. Yeah, so I know I f- very little. I feel like I've only seen the little gameplay that they showed at the last E3. And other than that, I've been kind of not paying attention to it. Maybe that's why I'm not super like hyped up on it because Same. I've been kind of ignoring it. Not like in a bad way. It's just kind of like I, I tend to do that with games that... I don't know, aren't my usual, you know, like NBA and Call of Duty and stuff like that. So this might be a good thing, actually. Yeah, well, and I feel the same way where I've been ignoring a lot of its whatever. Yeah. Simply because I knew it was coming to Game Pass. I knew I was going to play it. I don't don't need to know anymore. Like, who cares? Just download it and let me play it. Yeah. And it's, um... The guys... Is it Obsidian that's making it? It's Obsidian. Obsidian, okay. I'm completely confused, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. So, I'm and they sure. had uh, they had worked on Fallout New Vegas, which is actually one of my favorite yeah, which Fallouts. is one of the better Fallout games for yeah. damn sure. I just wish there was more color in it. <laughs> it's this like so color. brown. They added like some brown. colors into this one. Yeah, yeah. 
cool well all right i guess maybe I'm we'll excited. see some... we'll, we'll have impressions of that next week so good yes yes you'll be covering i'll, that I'll let you know great sounds fun hey <laughs> um another game that's coming out same exact day actually one that um i'm actually kind of excited for is a uh, call of duty modern warfare kind of the reboot of the modern warfare franchise they're going for a little more of like a dramatic more involved story it has uh, i believe one of the it's either directors or writers from uncharted um which That's was right yeah so like they they kind of like are pushing that part of it after last year not having a single player campaign this year they're kind of like trying to push that more as like hey we have an actual story here yeah and uh i don't know I, it, from what i saw from the tr- story trailer from um i think it was the last playstation um what's that thing called that they do <laughs> state of play playstation state of play um and it seems actually pretty interesting you're kind of like in enemy territory and you're trying to help you know the people take back their area their territory essentially and and uh I don't know. It just, it seems interesting. They've added some new, new mechanics to the gameplay to make it a little more like, I guess, modern in a sense, but, um, just a little more (laughs) tactical where you can actually kind of push doors open with your gun slowly. You can go night vision. There's going to have like a realistic mode that, that kind of takes away the HUD. You don't have like the actual like crosshairs on your screen. So it's, it's interesting. And I'm, I'm kind of excited to check that out. I probably won't get it right away. It's probably something that I'll see, myself getting probably near the end of the year instead but um okay. other than that I, I enjoyed the beta for the most part of when they did have it and it's interesting it's it's it does feel a lot like call of duty still so not really a huge change there i did like the um i think it was ground war which was which kind of reminded me more of like battlefield but with the call of duty gameplay still there which i do prefer over battlefield so interesting things interesting things for call of duty I'm, I'm i'm excited to see how people receive it and and uh, it's going to be full cross play so xbox playstation pc all playing together for once mm-hmm. i'm nice. excited to see reviews on that game um the last what i've tried to play the last couple of call of duties i think starting with uh infinite warfare okay yeah yeah, I played that. I played that one. I played World War Two. Um, I even played Black Ops Four for a little bit, uh, but it was yeah, primarily the campaigns out. I was uh, I was doing. Yeah, I think that since Black Ops Three, they've been on a pretty good run. Because I know with Ghosts and like Advanced Warfare, it was kind of like not great. But yeah. um, I really liked Infinite Warfare, and I liked World War Two. Um, not like actual World War Two. I mean, like Call of Duty World War Two. <laughs> I loved World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> um, and. I think uh, I didn't play much of Black Ops 4 um, and I've been meaning to because like my son has a copy of it and he hasn't been playing it because he's playing other games like Fortnite and stuff like that. And so I've been like (laughs) wanting to tear into it, but I just haven't. And um, I don't know. I think because Modern Warfare is like so coming out so soon that it's kind of like, "Eh, why play the old when the new is coming in? Sure. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. This is a game I'll definitely figure out a way to red box it or whatever. Cause I do want to play that story, especially if it starts getting kind of uh, high marks and whatever, if it turns yeah. out to be so, so I'll probably still play it anyway. But if it's, if it's like, wow, they really did something here. I want to, I want to experience that for sure. 
I mean, in the past, they've tried to really kind of go big with the campaign. I think they just feel like it was maybe that that was the problem last year. It was like, you know, we go big with these big name actors, you know, coming in here and, and playing a character in our campaign. But it seems like people still shit on it. So, like, maybe that's why they kind of took that year off or they were maybe trying to do something different and it just wasn't working out. From what I've heard, it was uh, not coming together super great. So. Well, whatever that means it was pretty vague yeah i I don't remember really i think i've completed maybe a couple of the modern warfare one and two are the campaigns that i completed i don't remember completing any of the other ones really but i was really, really into multiplayer at that point oh okay yeah yeah i'm not playing the call of duty multiplayer it's 10 years too late for me to try and get good at that it's not oh, yeah i'm never good i'm never good although i did you know when i played black ops 4 there was that one mode where you had to pick up the the dead person's dog tags or whatever. Oh, kill confirmed. Yes, I that love mode that. Was awesome. I yeah. love that mode because uh, it just discourages fucking campers, and I hate campers. Yeah, yeah, love definitely. It. That was good mode. Good. Yay uh, games! Yay games! That's the transition. Yay yeah. games! Um, so next game I have on the list is Luigi's Mansion Three. I forgot to put the three in there, so that really threw me off. <laughs> it really threw you off that it. Yeah, because I like I just forgot it was three, and I thought maybe it had some weird name or something. I was like, why did I only put Luigi's Mansion? That's weird. Oh, uh, I you know, did you play the Luigi's Mansion games? I played the original one for like maybe an hour, and I just I didn't get into it very much, and I just at the time I was working in a store where. I was just kind of testing out video game machines. And so I played that and I was like, oh, I kind of like this. I'll play it a little bit longer, but just didn't get super into it. Okay. Uh, so I, I played the original back on GameCube and I really liked it. It's not very long, it, but it's, it's kind of a different idea of exploring this house and being a weird Luigi person. It is more puzzly and explorative. Mario. Mario. There was a Mario button, basically. It felt like. Maybe I'm misremembering that. It's been 20 years. Uh, almost, which is insane. But I never actually played the 3DS version of the game. Um, that It was supposed to be pretty good. Dark Moon, I think is what it was. Was called. that the official sequel to 1, since this is 3? That would have to be, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it was never called Luigi's Mansion 2. It was just Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. But apparently that was two, so now yeah. we're up to three. Story's um, canon. Yeah. I I want to play this game. I will 100% play this game. I am not paying $60 for this game. Yeah. I just don't, I just don't trust Nintendo. That sounds bad. If it's not a Zelda game or like a Mario Odyssey, I don't really want to pay $60 for a Nintendo game, if yeah. that makes sense. No, I, I totally understand. This is exactly how I felt about um, Kirby's All-Star, the one that came out on Switch, and yeah. Yoshi's fucking Crafted, crafted Yoshi's World. Crafted World. Both of those games, which I played through Gamefly, and those are perfect one-week-and-done games. Yeah, I just like, feel like they're... And, and these are the types of games that aren't ever going to go on sale. So That's they're the always they're always gonna be sixty dollars, and I don't think they're, I like maybe the quality overall might be a sixty dollar like polished game, yeah. but I just don't think, I just think it's so much for. Uh, see, 
a game directed at kids. It's worth it's worth the money. I feel like if I was if if I was fifteen and this game was coming out, I would buy it for sixty dollars. Yeah. Because I'll, well, first of all, I know I'd probably trade it in in a couple of months and whatever, but I know I'd have that expendable time to really find every clue and every whatever and and really dive into it. Whereas now, I I don't do I need to hundred percent Luigi's Mansion three? Like, do I need to hundred percent Yoshi's Crafted World? No, I beat all the levels. I called it a day and I sent it away. That was yeah. it. Like, and that's that's what I need from this game. I, I don't want the extra stuff. So if you're going to do the extra stuff, it probably is worth it. These games are filled with content. They are really good. At least, I mean, we can't say that for Luigi's Mansion yet. But right, right. by all accounts, they are. It's, it's just I'm in a different place where for what I want to pay $60 for, it, it's got to be something a little bit different. The Mario Odyssey. It, like, it has to be that yeah, to me, it that's worth the 60 where these yeah. games, like, I feel if they come out at 60, fine, but put them on sale eventually, drop down the regular price. Like, as an example, for like, we were um, hanging out Saturday, me, my wife and my kids, and we were like, you know, we, we could play a board game or something like that. And then I was like, oh, we should we should check out um, Mario Party and see if I could grab it from a red box or something. So I'm like looking up red box, trying to see if I can pick one up. It's not available anywhere around here for red box. I don't even think it's on there at all. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh man, I wonder how much it would be just to buy it. And so of course it's $60. $7, yeah. Like, and then I go to GameStop, right. To kind of check out, see if they have any used copies, not a single used copy. Cause no one fucking bought it. <laughs> and so <laughs> like, like, I'm just like, I don't want to pay 60 bucks to maybe have fun with, with, you know, with this game one weekend. And then maybe we find out the kids don't like it or because we have the joy cons with the drift. So we can't play into the mini games. Like it's just such sure. a, like, risk to buy this game and then like oh shit we don't like it and it's it'd be different if the game had dropped down to like 30 bucks maybe even yeah it's funny because people brought up the price discussion with Link's awakening yeah um and i never really felt that as a problem simply because i already knew that that's one of the better zelda games ever made and it's 100 percent worth it just to have it and i want to encourage nintendo to keep doing shit like that yeah but uh, luigi's mansion 3 like dude nintendo just released that for 40 bucks i would have bought it i would have probably bought it but 60 nah no i i don't see anything there that's wow i need to i need to buy that i keep thinking like so with how many switches they have what 10 million they've sold 10 million or 20 million what it's Switches. like 30 40 30 whatever i'm way off anyways um imagine how many more copies of all those games they would sell if they dropped them down by 20 dollars. but how much less money but they'd be selling more copies to make up the fact that people are actually going to buy those games i think they plus to get more more of those nintendo characters in people's hands to build that like relationship with those characters for the new generation of like switch gamers I, I think it's almost worth it, even if it's just for like you know they're they're most likely gonna do a sale for like Black Friday. Maybe they'll drop them down thirty bucks. Maybe I'll pick up Mario Party then. But sure. like, I, I just think they need to play with their prices a little bit more, especially for games that are more directed towards kids. Because I think for parents, they're like, you know, well, parent a parent like me, for example, like I buy my own games for me, and then I also buy games for my kids. 
I don't want to spend $60 on a game for my kids that they're going to play every now and then when I could spend 60 bucks on a new, like huge release for myself. Like, I think that's kind of crazy to ask. And it'd be different if like, oh, I can pay 30 bucks to buy this game for my kids. And I could also spend maybe 30 or 40 on myself to buy the game I want when it's on sale. Like just, they're not, I, I just think they need to consider like, that some people aren't going to pay 60 bucks for their games <laughs> like sure. when it's well, when it's luigi and kirby and, and yoshi there's a problem yeah namely those games there's a problem with video games in general of this kind of perceived non-value i don't know really how to describe it where oh that's that's 60 i know i can wait two months and it's gonna be 30 dollars. right and that's like every single game that is released and i think that devalues video games when you know that's going to happen and when publishers just outright do that just like oh well now it's $30 cheaper well it's kind of shitting on the early adopters and it devalues the art form in a way and then on the other end of the spectrum we have Nintendo that just never (laughs) drops prices which I also think is, is a bad thing like you're saying I would like if the game's been out a year $50 Nintendo like that'd be good and then two years $40 maybe do something like that where you know it's not the new hotness I know you don't want to sell this for $20 your Nintendo but give me throw me a little bit of a bone Uh, just to wrap everything up I found the sales for the switch they have shipped 36 million 36 million okay which is pretty significant I mean that's more than like all their last couple of consoles except for the Wii. They've probably almost caught up on like Microsoft or Xbox at this point. I I mean they're probably like 10 million behind yeah. the Xbox one. But when like you that. think about it like how many copies of Kirby All-Star Allies did they sell? I mean do you want to know? I probably could find that, but <laughs> well, I mean I'm, I'm sure they sold enough. I'm sure they sold like 2 million copies. I'm not looking yeah. it up. Yeah, no, it is 2.56 mil. See? That's that's yeah. more than enough for them to say their their way of life is okay because by and large a lot of these games like Control didn't sell 2 million copies. Control no. probably didn't even sell half a million copies. I don't even think it charted in the top 10. No, it 10. didn't. <laughs> and Control's another one of those games where I knew it was going to be super cheap in a couple months. I just wanted to support Remedy because I loved Quantum Break so much. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's a it's a really good game and it's worth playing. It, it's kind of unfortunate how seemingly low the sales are. Maybe they expected that and they plotted the money accordingly. But uh, maybe they're happy with what they got. I don't because know. I'm happy with the game still, I got. I I still think to me it was one of the more surprising games of the year that I've been hearing about that people like have continued to talk about and has surprised many as far as like quality and and just how. Yeah. much they like the storytelling or world building in that game it's really it's really cool yeah, yeah. not that's not a game that's coming out but it is yeah already out all right nintendo keep your 60 dollar fucking price games keep your prices you to yourself <laughs> you greedy jerks <laughs> moving on the next game that i think i already know people are i guess have review copies of and might start hearing about it here really quick is death stranding which is uh oh, no. i think we talked about it probably a few weeks back but uh yeah um i guess it's not really a game that i've 
not paid attention to. I'm just very curious about it. <laughs> and I'm like, not 100% sure if I'm in, but I think I'm in. And I, I know we've been over this already. What What are your thoughts? Any any new thoughts on Death Stranding no, or are you just ready to um, go? I know the embargo. I think, is it the review embargo or just... It doesn't matter. There's some embargo for it, I think, on the first that's up. Uh, I'm interested to hear more about it. I haven't pre-ordered it or anything, but I'm sure I will. I, I do like Kojima. Uh, I'm waiting to just hear a few little tidbits of how people feel about it. Yeah. To, to pull the trigger, even though I know I probably will anyway, but it, it's just how I am. Uh, plus I think I have like $40 in my PlayStation wallet. So Ooh, rich boy. I put money in there for days gone and then the days gone reviews came out and scared me away. <laughs> and so it's just been sitting there and I, I bought like two things since then. Oh man. And then I loved days gone. So pfft. That's true. Oh, you did. I should just not listen to reviews because I don't trust it. I don't trust them. Well, they turned, I mean, I feel like Days Gone really kind of turned around all of a sudden in people's like eyes because it originally came out and everyone was shitting all over it. But then like later on, the more you started hearing about it after all like the bug fixes, people kind of were saying good shit about it. Yeah. I mean, they fixed a lot of that stuff and it, that's one of those games that does not benefit from oh you have a week to play this and review it no you would yeah. hate it yeah it's just you can't the game is meant to be played for like three weeks and just slowly get through it this no the review process i think hurt that game a lot plus releasing the the version that was played was pretty buggy at the start yeah okay moving on to probably my most anticipated game of this fall oh no pokemon sword <gasps> and shield are you really excited <sighs> yeah the more the more i've like read into that game informer article or story um i'm really excited for it and then like the guys around me at work are pretty stoked about it and we've been talking about like what version we're gonna get and just like other game like other pokemon games which is our favorite like so just talking about pokemon in general and and remembering all the good times i had with like you know, uh, gold and silver. And then when they mm -hmm. re-released and just all like, just all the fun memories of it. It's really more nostalgia. That's kind of like getting at me to get for excited sure. for sword and shield. And the fact that it's going to be on the switch is like even more exciting. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty pumped up about it. Okay. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. That's set I'm to release waiting. November 15th. Yes. Thought I'd say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for them to show the vanilla ice cream cone Pokemon. Because if, oh, yeah. if the ice cream cone's not in the game, I'm a little hesitant. They got that new um, Ponita with the unicorn horn and like shit. the cool rainbow colored hair. Like I think it looks pretty rad. No, I, I, cool. I here's the things I want. Here are my demands, Pokemon Company. Vanilla ice cream I trash bag and love. ice ice cream cone Pokemon because <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Vanillish, <laughs> I think. Vanillish, Vanillite, Vanilla no Swirl, Cranberry. I don't know. There's three forms. And the final form is like two ice cream cones melded together. It's so cool. I love ice cream. <laughs> uh, and my second demand is more evolutions. Eevolutions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where's my ghost type Eevee? Where? Where's oh, the shit. bug type Eevee? Imagine like it has to die Eevee? and then you have to give it a stone and then it comes back to life and it becomes ghost Eevee. I'm so, I'm so upset and distraught 
that there are not <laughs> enough Eevees. Okay, there are not nine. Yeah, I think there's something nine. like that. There's that's not enough. That's there's more than nine types. How is there no ghost Eevee? I'm so ugh, just annoyed by that. There's a fairy type Eevee. Yeah, yeah. Fairy type wasn't even around five years ago. You fucking stupid idiots. Where's the steel Eevee? Yes, we can call it exactly. Stevie. Exactly, it'd be perfect. Little Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> Little Stevie. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Eevee. Uh, I have all the Eevee like plush Eevees. Okay, yeah, it's a good I one. Like Eevee. Eevee's but great. Where's more Eevee? I'm an idiot. You can sell more trash to me. Make another Eevee. Thank you. Okay, you heard it here, folks. I don't know. Oh, uh, for the actual game, I don't know. I'm. Still I think on the, the legendaries fence. look really stupid, but other than that, like they do. I'm just excited to see what well. they do different. Yeah, I don't know if I'm... I am too, but I don't know if I need to play that. Uh, I feel like I will end up playing it, though. I've played, like... I've pretty much played every single, like, mainline Pokemon game. Minus, like, Ultra Sun and Moon. I played Sun and Moon. I really liked it. I played... um, I've played all of them. I've finished the main story in all of them. I just, like... I don't really know, really, if there's anything else for me afterwards. I don't really feel like collecting them all because... I'm not a hoarder, you know, like sure. I'm not really looking to grind that part of the story out or the game out, but I'm just kind of excited to see what they do different. Um, I've been reading some kind of like interesting things in the Game Informer article. It talks about how like there's going to be autosave finally. Um, yeah. They were talking about more of like the strategy of the game and what they were thinking of doing with like the movesets and things like that. I really i'm interested to see the whole gigantamax thing or whatever because (laughs) i think it looks really stupid but now that i see that they're actually changing up some of the forms when the pokemon go gigantor they're actually like they have their own forms which is weird and kind of fine and cool so i don't know i'm I'm, there's always some interesting thing that they add and i don't know i i really like sun and moon I, I like the changes they made with that. I loved the newer... Like, the thing that kind of sucks is they come out with these cooler versions of Pokemon from, like, the original 150 that make the regular 150 feel so boring. <laughs> like, Ice Vulpix is way cooler than regular Vulpix. Sure. Mustache Rattata is better than regular Rattata. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a mustache. He's just cooler. I these all these weird Pokemon they're making with these uh, Alolan forms and Galarian <laughs> forms and whatever. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Like if I had made the original 150, the next game would have just been weird bastardizations. <laughs> it's just palette instead swapping. of instead of like 150 new monsters, it would have just been weird nonsense like what they're doing now with the Alolan forms and stuff. They're just taking it back to like old school video games where they're just palette they're palette switching the yeah it's the just it's it's like one step above palette swap yeah where it, you can't be mad about it but you're like come on really it's like we get it. it we get it there's already a lot of them just just invert yeah. the colors perfect just <laughs> invert the colors and add the ice cream cone yeah Dude, there you i'm go. gonna be upset if that ice cream cone is not in this game maybe it will be i mean they they're picking and choosing a few that are gonna be in there who knows <laughs> we're gonna get this game is gonna have 200 pokemon in it that's it we might see the stupid keychain one and the fucking trash bag Who if knows? the keychain gets in but the ice cream cone doesn't get in oh man 
rage. No buy. No Riot. buy. Take to the streets, everybody. What is it? What is it? Clang? Clink or something? <laughs> Clink. I like that one. <laughs> I think that's a... What about the gears? The, the gears that are that just one's floating? Something cog. I don't know. I, I could have swore I just caught him in Pokemon Go. Not too Pokemon long ago. Pokemon stupid as hell. I love it. Yeah. Well, moving on. Is that all the games? No, we got one one more. Ooh. Coming out November 15th as well. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. So, my original thoughts on this game were it looked boring. And I didn't really like the lightsaber-ish combat. The more mm-hmm. I've seen about it, the more of like kind of... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I mean, Respawn is really the only reason why I have any like positive thoughts about this game and have like <laughs> any, any like, I don't know, feelings that it might do well is because Respawn's working on it and hopefully EA hasn't really touched much of it. But, well, and well. I don't know. I'm, I'm interested in the story. I like the idea of the story where this Sith is like hunting down the last of the Jedi and like, you're playing as one of them that's been kind of hiding out and working as just like a manual labor guy and you kind of get discovered and now you're on the run. So there, there's interesting like storylines that I can see myself getting into. I'm just hoping it's just not big empty worlds. Hmm. I get the feeling it, and I haven't really seen a ton of the game, but I get the feeling that the the worlds will be more akin to like a Sekiro okay. type type of deal where it is kind of empty, but it's not lifeless. Or if yeah, yeah, that's what it yeah. seemed to me. I, at least. I I feel like they're kind of pushing like it's kind of a big expansive world, but it's I feel like it's probably more linear than that because I mean, what are you just gonna drop fucking stormtroopers everywhere? Is yeah, there's more stormtroopers. Isn't it supposed to be more of a metroidvania type of deal anyway so those games aren't super open but they're a little more like not random but like kind of choose your own adventure kind of thing i i guess you could describe it that way it remains to be seen i'm kind of not watching any previews uh you know if someone's on a podcast and they talk about it fine but i'm not pursuing it yeah, um, same same with me. I, I didn't even watch all the new stuff that came out recently. I've I've just kind of gone based on my thoughts from like E3 and the stuff that I'd seen then. The E3 demo that they showed Oof. was not good. Was but not like, great. Every, everything else they've showed has been a lot better. Um, and it, it's one of those things where reviews are going to come out, and I I get the feeling it's going to review very highly and it's going to get me super hyped for Star Wars. Because I do really like Star Wars. <laughs> so it's easy I, to I do. like Star, Star Wars. I think I like it a lot less than I used to. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like Star... Like, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, comparatively to some people. Um, but I, I really like Star Wars. It just is a, an enjoyable thing. Not as... Uh, I know all the lines and all the facts. And this is that alien. And that is that alien. I'm just... I'm like a super hardcore casual fan of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I like pod racing, and I like lightsabers. Lightsabers are cool. I like smugglers and ships. I like asteroids. I like asteroids. Ships. I like uh, Samuel L. Jackson. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's in there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Cool. Well, that's, uh, that kind of wraps up the games that are set to release here. 
by the end of 2019. Mm-hmm. You got our thoughts there. Not a very there. busy fall. Not very busy fall, though. It, I mean, is it? <laughs> it kind of feels I like it know. is, but also not really. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? We don't know anything. Yeah. Well. Oh, but there was one more thing. Yeah. And that was Googly Stadia. Googles. The Googs is having its kind of release on, is it the 17th or the 19th? I think it's the I, 19th. Okay. I know it was one of the two. I would look it up, but I don't really care that much. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's I think just, when I was looking at game releases, it was like 19th for all the okay. titles coming to it. It's just a very strange release. This is less than a month away, and we still know very little about it. Uh, they have that Stadia... I don't even remember what it's called, but it's the the service where you'll get Destiny 2. And you're supposed to get other stuff, but they still haven't said what the other games are that you'll get if you're a Stadia Pro member. Yeah. Yeah. Still haven't said what that is. And I know this is kind of, this isn't the launch of it. This is the founder's launch time, I guess. Yeah. It's just, we need a little more... Um, I don't know, clarity and seeming that you're confident with anything yeah. would be nice. <laughs> Google, please. I mean, I, I feel like I'm not really one of <clears throat> one of their like targeted consumers because I don't really travel. So I don't plan on like busting out Chrome and playing games on it. Like I... yeah. Most of the games that they're offering, I already have or don't have on a console that I would rather play on. Um, my internet, my internet's fine. Like it could probably run it. It has, like, I have enough down to run it, but I, I just don't. It, it for me, it's just not really anything that I think would benefit me. Um, I, I mean, especially for me, I do not really. I want to try it just to kind of see. But I feel like I I tried the same thing last year with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it was, it works well, but I'd rather just play the game natively. So did I hear right that it's not going to have, that the controller isn't going to have Bluetooth connectivity? I could have swore I heard something going on this week, but I just didn't really look into it. Oh, shit. There was something with the controller. Yeah, it was, it's at launch not going to have something where you could like switch to other devices instantly and use the same controller oh maybe that's what it is like you'd have to repair it or something i could have sworn i heard something going on with it it was right there people were commenting i think the bigger problem with stadia is a lot of people are going to try this and just be like oh okay it's not that amazing i'd rather just play the game i I don't know. I want to try like the PlayStation streaming because you can just stream to your wherever from your own PlayStation. I want to try that and see how that works. Oh, like remote play? Yes, that that's way? what it's called. Forgot okay. it. Yes, remote yeah. play. Um, I mean, I, I originally tried remote play on the Vita and it worked for me. Like even when I was in a different state, like the only problem was that my parents' internet at the time was like really shitty, but sure. I was able to play Destiny with my friends, which was kind of fucking like mind-blowing at the time and i know now on pc i've heard really good things about it on pc um and, and the thing to also consider for like when you put it up against stadia is the fact that it's 
you know, it's 60 bucks for a year of PlayStation Now. That's very recent. And then, like, it has PS3 games, PS4 games. I think, doesn't it have PS2 and PS1 classics? Or is that my brain I'm just not sure. too far ahead? Well, and the other thing, I, like, I know Google's trying to be all, well, you don't have to buy a console. But I would rather spend whatever, $300 more, to have the option to buy the game, play it at home perfectly with no latency, and then on the go stream it to myself from my own damn console. Like they're just so much more versatile than I I feel like what Google's offering is 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 what like two steps forward, one step back where yeah, you can have your game and you can stream it anywhere and you can play it on your phone, and you can play it in your iPad, and you can play it in a hotel and play it wherever. Mm-hmm. But then it's still a $60 game, and it's locked to this thing. It's only online. You have to have a connection. If you don't, the game doesn't exist. It's yeah. like, man, I don't want that. So I'm very interested in seeing what happens with it because I kind of want to see it fail because I don't like <laughs> streaming games. I just don't think it works. I just, the, yeah, like I just want to see what it has to offer that other things won't have what does it have nothing it doesn't, it doesn't have, have anything, anything now but maybe eventually it'll have something that it's, maybe it's just true. like building a foundation then eventually it'll have something that we're going to be like oh shit i need google stadia sure but right now it's are going to be definitely not <laughs> or they're supposed to be exclusive games to it it's just it's never going to not have latency and it's yeah. never going to not have artifacting of some degree well then they came out with that that comment of um predicting oh, predictive in, yeah pre- yeah predicting input so that there's less input lag or something like that and, and so now it's Sounds like weird. people are making comments like oh now it's playing the game for us like, <laughs> like yeah that's gonna end very well yeah just yeah. awesome so happy about that i mean it, it's it's gonna be weird I, I don't really like this whole streaming future i don't like the idea of everything being digital because like as we've seen games go off like just be taken off libraries and stores Uh and stuff like that. And it's just like, you know, we just aren't going to own any of our own games except for like the older ones. And it's just like makes these big corporations have too much control over money we've given them. It's just a weird feeling. And like, it's probably, you know, going to be fine, but it's also kind of like, what about if I purchase all these games and then let's say, Sony decides to stop making video games and stop supporting their store and their online service. And suddenly I'm just out all these digital games that I bought. And it's just kind of like, fuck, <laughs> like bad. where's all my stuff? <laughs> Give me my money back. Like there's nothing nope. you can do at that point. Like I'm not too worried about like steam going offline anytime soon. Cause that's been around so long. And it just seems like that's their business. Now they don't really make games anymore, but like Sony and I mean, Microsoft, like what if they just stop? There's a lot of just kind of unknowns with this that I just would rather not have to deal with. I, I don't I don't see the benefit of streaming, especially streaming only my yeah. games. I guess it's different, especially when you like compare it to music, because music's been kind of that for such a long time where people but are music, buying. Like, I can stream. I mean, first of all, it's order of magnitudes, like file size. Yeah, I don't lose anything playing that MP3 through the like through Spotify versus the actual file. There's nothing lost. It's the same song. 
and, and it seems like we don't lose some like people like people aren't taking off music you know they're no. they're not making it inaccessible like if it's off of one streaming service it ends up on the other but it's different with games because a lot of these licenses expire and then you can't re-release them and they're just not found anymore or the source code's gone or it's just so different than than music it is fear the future everybody fear it. yeah be very afraid be very afraid of change <laughs> mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have any more thoughts about it i'm just like no i think that's it it's just it. it's just a a kind of funny observation i was listening to a couple podcasts that talked about it like did you know it's coming out in a month and we still don't know this and we still don't know that and yeah i mean i know there's people previewing it now and i don't know i guess maybe we'll start hearing things pretty soon but uh it's it's just not something i'm probably gonna get super hyped about anytime soon as it's not really something i'll need but you never know they might grab me all of a sudden who knows i the controller looks cool controller looks cool i don't know yeah and i couldn't find really anything supporting the like my thoughts of it maybe having some issues or not supporting bluetooth or whatever there was anything so i don't remember yeah. (laughs) yeah I don't know. Something about something, Bluetooth, something, something. Yeah. Well, Ben, let's move on to our favorite part of the podcast. No <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Talking about games that we're playing. If you'd oh. like, I can start off. Go for it. I have finally achieved world tier five in the division two. My gear score oh. finally hit um, the... I guess the mark to get into that tier. And now I'm just on my, I've got like grinding to do essentially to get to gear score 500, which will get me into the first raid, which then will let me jump into the new content that's coming out for free with, I think it's title update number two. There's going to be like uh, missions in the Pentagon. And so I, I played it um, last night and I did one of the, um, it's like a, Oh, it's kind of like a dungeon, I guess. Not really like a, almost like heroic dungeons from WoW. Um, I'm trying to remember what they're called, but I can't. But it's for, uh, it was called Tidal Basin. And it's, what's really cool about that one is I thought I had played it before. So when I went in to play it, I was like, okay, none of this really seems familiar to me. But basically what you're doing is they're, they have like this virus that they're trying to bring in and the black tusk is, is who I'm battling here. Mm-hmm. And you're going in and basically like trying to intercept it. And so you end up fighting through like the docks and then you end up on like this like giant, like rig or like not rig, um, like hovercraft boat thing. And you're fighting through that. And then you get to like the top and they're trying to like launch these missiles at the same time that you're like trying to disable them. And you're also fighting some, some person in wyvern or whatever and so it it has this like intense gameplay moment and you're also like so you have few a few minutes to try to disable the rockets from launching at the same time you're trying to hold off the like all the ads that are coming at you and it's just had these great moments of like that reminded me of why i love this fucking game so much because even though like some of the enemies are very kind of spongy in a way because of the armor and stuff that they have it, it it kind of makes you think tactically on your feet like okay i need to find somewhere to hide so i can heal and i can get my drone back up and then i've got these guys over here shooting at me oh but i also got to worry about the rockets like you've got all this stuff to kind of worry about and figure out and it just kind of like pushed me almost to my limits as far as like what i could handle um at one time with the skills that i have 
and oh, man it, it just like got me right back into that game so i really had a good time playing the division two that's cool it's a i want to go back and play a little bit of it uh it's it is a great game and i feel like it's going to be one i forget by the end of the year in terms of like it's too far away from my memory i need to go back yeah it came out what in february or march or something like that it feels like such a long time ago but they you know they're kind of keeping up with uh they they added this new inventory management set or like setup and i kind of like it it lets you kind of focus more on like the gear that's going to help you instead of having to go through each set like go through your gloves go through your kneecaps your whatever all that stuff it kind of streamlines it into one line of like this is the new stuff you got now you can easily compare it to the stuff you're wearing and then you can add your mods if you need to like all from one kind of like list oh so that part is is there if you want it which is cool or you can like go into your regular inventory and like kind of search through all that shit but it made it really easy to kind of go through like as we were in the middle of, of title base and I was able to kind of stop, click, go to my inventory, look at the list, be able to compare it and then swap out like the two new pieces of gear I got. And they're kind of giving out a lot of um, cosmetic like like items as you go through the world, which is really nice. And they've got new collectibles and it, it, I just think it's such a like great, um, I guess just fulfilling promise that they they had it's like we're gonna keep putting out content we're gonna keep fixing this game and making it better and you know that's something they did almost a little bit um later in the first division which is kind of like why people fell off that game and then started coming back to it so it's it's nice to see that they're still doing that and so i'm excited to kind of get into the new stuff (laughs) uh so i only played demon souls in the last week uh, I decided, I forget when, but basically, you know, this is my fourth playthrough of the game based on the save files that I have. Yeah. And uh, I, I was looking at the trophy list going, well, what what haven't I gotten? What could I get? And I ended up opening up all these save files, all four, uh, <laughs> and figuring out, like, doing not a spreadsheet, but I had a word document of this character has this, this character has this, this one has this. Okay. Uh, if I go there and I grind for this item, I can make that upgrade and then I can get that trophy. Cause there's, there's basically, I, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but it's like 12 or so different upgrade materials in that game. Okay. And each one, um, gives you a different thing like this one's the fire damage one this one adds magic damage this one's only for shields or whatever but there's a bunch of them and there's a bunch of different materials and each one gets you a trophy at the end of it like max out like get a whatever max weapon with blade stone get one with (laughs) moonlight stone get one with uh sharp whatever the hell so there's a bunch of them and i only had two or three of those trophies already because a lot of these upgrade materials are hard to find. Yeah. That's why I made my stupid little word document with a bunch of garbage all over it. And, and I spent probably 10 or so hours uh, making that list and going out into the world and grinding for certain stones. How would you, how would you rate that trophy list compared to like 
Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne and stuff like that, is it is it more difficult or do you think it's a little bit easier? Um, I would say this trophy list is more annoying. Okay. Than difficult. Um, when you when you finish like your first second playthrough, was there still like very little trophy progress? Here, let me let me uh, let me tell you what the trophies are. Okay, all right. That'll that'll help kind of explain it because a lot of these games do have the same trophies. The difference is in Dark Souls they have one. Well, they have two. They have two upgrade materials basically, instead of twelve. Okay, <laughs> and it's not like. When I say there's 12, I mean there's bladestone, there's there's shards of bladestone, there's chunks of bladestone, and there's pure bladestone. That's one type of three different forms of the one type. Oh, my God. Like, I'm not saying 12 different items. <laughs> That's how annoying it is. So there would be certain instances where, okay, I ha- I need 16 of this. I need 16 shards five chunks and i have one pure so that i only need one pure of everything i just need to grind for chunks whatever so then i go to this one area i kill five mosquitoes here then kill these little slugs see what they drop then i reboot the level and then i go back that's what i was doing so that's for like 10 different stones of which now i'm only missing three uh like thanos over here for these fucking stones (laughs) That's all you have like. infinite infinity stones. <laughs> and what did it cost? Fucking everything. Everything. My sanity. Every goddamn thing. Uh, but the, the trophy list itself. So it is the similar to all the Souls games where max out these 12 different weapon upgrade trees. And then there's find all the unique weapons, all the rings, all, learn all the spells, learn all the miracles learn um i think that's it actually for learning shit and then it's just beat all the bosses that's Hmm. pretty much it it's a pretty basic list it's just that there's a lot of like hidden things that you might not realize as opposed to other uh souls games necessarily usually so there's each boss drops a soul and you can use that for like one of three different things sometimes where there's a trophy for having all the unique weapons, right? Well, I can take that soul and I can make a unique weapon with it, but I also can take that soul and learn a spell with it. So if I want to learn all the spells and I want all the unique weapons and I want to learn all the miracles, like you need multiple copies of it. Oh my gosh. Um, Now, as I've said, this is my fourth time playing the game. So I've, fought all these bosses four times but they're on different files right what i found out and what i found out after spending 10 hours grinding for garbage is that the item duplication glitch was never patched out of the game no so if you have an item you can just duplicate it and get as many as you want and it is super easy to do oh no (laughs) it's so easy uh and that's a little bit of a bummer considering I spent like a good hour hunting for this one thing and I found it. And then I spent an hour looking for this other thing and then I found it. And then if it, when I could have spent 10 minutes <laughs> just duplicating the ones I had. <laughs> so that's a bummer. And it is kind of like, well, Ben, you're cheating. 
because uh, I can duplicate all these boss souls and then I can just make all the weapons and learn all the spells I want. Yeah. And it is technically cheating. But as I've said, this is not the first time I've played this game. I have done all this before. You've put I'm your time in. All, uh, yeah, I'm, I put the time in. Now I'm just putting all the pieces together and fucking maybe I could get all the spells with character three, but I'm not going back to character three and figuring out what their weapon set was and all this bullshit. We're just going to do it all on my one character and duplicate all this nonsense. So as soon as I found that out, I started pursuing the platinum because, because effectively only the three stones that I don't have, which We'll get to that later because it's a whole fucking thing. Everything else is manageable, but what makes it more annoying than other Souls games is there's this world tendency and then there's a character tendency. So character tendency is basically if you're a good guy or a bad guy. Okay. And then world tendency is just if the world is like evil or good, I guess, is the easiest way to describe it. Okay. Um, the more times you die in a human form in a world the darker it gets the more bosses you beat in that world the lighter it gets okay and there's different events based on these world tendencies and that's where certain enemies show up with certain drops that i need in terms of like oh this guy only shows up in white world tendency and he drops a weapon perfect i need that weapon to complete my list uh, he also drops this other item that i need to give to this one girl and she gives me a ring that's one of the rings i need also i need my character tendency to be really dark so that i can do this other side quest that has me kill everyone and then i get a ring at the end of that and then i need to raise like there's this all this like meta garbage that i need to manipulate oh my and it's God. pretty it simple so stressful <laughs> It's, it is, and it sounds a lot more complicated than it actually is, but it, it, it's a lot of kind of unnecessary garbage. What it amounts to, I'm going to have to beat New Game Plus and get a little bit into my third playthrough, and then I'll have all the rings, I'll have all the weapons, I'll have all the spells, I'll have everything done except for those three stones. And what I also found out, because as you can tell, I've been reading a lot of wiki pages, Yeah. and... <laughs> Uh, there is a fan-made server, basically, um, for Demon Souls. And I, I think if I only find it, I had the page pulled up, and it would tell you how many players are online right now. So let me refresh it. There are 10 players online right now. Uh, 10 in the world? In the world. <laughs> oh, my God. But they just made custom servers for this game. And there's a Discord where I can post like, hey, I'm looking for these three stones. And then if someone has them, they'll trade me for them or they'll just give them to me. And that's how I'm going to get the platinum trophy because I'm not grinding for those fucking stones because <laughs> it's such bullshit. Some of the stuff that they want you to do where oh my God. there's literally one of these stones. I'm pretty sure it only has like eight drops potentially in a playthrough. Okay. Like it's stupid rare. And you would have to, if you didn't get it, just quit the game before it autosaves and then reload and then try again. I'm not doing that. So my last hope is these online people, and maybe it takes a couple months for someone to be like, hey, I have that item. Fine. 
whatever. But I'm gonna get this platinum. I'm so goddamn close, and we're doing it. We're doing I mean, it. You've you've put in the work. You gotta I, come just, in now. You gotta between go. all my four files. I it's like a hundred. What is it? It's like forty hours with that guy. Thirty. 30 30 it's a close to like 150 hours um between 10 years of playing this game jeez i wish you would stream yourself playing it that'd be so cool but it's fucking grinding because i i've been duplicating these items right and i have to go through i have to go through new game plus and i just want to cruise so i'm duplicating this item that just gives me souls and i'm just sitting here pressing the square button to use the souls so that I just get more and more, and I just go and level up like ten levels, and then I use more soul. <laughs> That's like the best feeling in a in a Souls game is being overpowered. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to be, man. I'm gonna cruise to this game. I'm gonna learn my stupid spell, get my stupid weapon. I can tell you how many things I need right now. I need about five different weapons and like two rings, and then I'm done with that one spell. That's easy. I just need to get one more soul that I fucked up the first time and used before i could duplicate it easy peasy man we're in the clear this is awesome i'm doing it demon souls nice i i i now i want to play dark souls i might do this and then i'm gonna go do dark souls who who knows i'm living in the past go back through the lineage Mm Hmm. i do want to play dark souls one again it's been a long time it's a great game and demon souls is fucking awesome it's i've been thinking about this game almost constantly for the last couple of weeks and i'll be at work and it's all like it's all i want to do i just want to go back and play more demon souls playing <laughs> through this game again was so goddamn good it's the best game i played this year like hands down yeah um and i played Sekiro this year <laughs> so, <laughs> which i also love but man demon souls is something special and that blue point rumor better be true i Damn, oh, imagine that so ready to play this game again what if they patch out the duplication uh, they probably should okay it's <laughs> <be> fair <laughs> but if i ever play this game again I, now it's ruined now i know i could just duplicate whatever the fuck i want yeah like, i can't believe they never patched that oh i can't well. believe i wasted so much time i wasted my whole weekend uh grinding for shit when i could have just duplicated it <laughs> You live and you learn, man. <laughs> God, learn. I spent so much time. You have no many mis- I have so many mosquitoes I killed. Fucking hell, God. Stupid ass mosquitoes. That's so, it. That's all I played. I didn't play anything else. To go to kind of go along with your grinding, I did a thing that I'm either gonna regret or or just like not regret. I guess is the other option. I. <laughs> re-upped my final fantasy 14 sub for 30 days and i just i'm just gonna do it for 30 days to see if i can play it because i just want to play it so bad that i'm like i'm I'm just done resisting i'm not gonna go and buy like all the new expansions or anything because i have up to heaven's word heaven's sword whatever um so like that's like the first expansion after realm reborn and i'm really i'm really enjoying my time with that game and I love that I can play it on PC, and then I can also, like, play it on my PlayStation. I don't have to, like, worry about raising two different characters. I can mm. grab that same one, so that's really cool. Um, they both have controller support and keyboard and mouse support, so I can, like, plug in my um, DualShock 4 wireless adapter into my PC and play from the couch. 
it's just like it's it's so fun it's a it's good so game fun. it is it really, really is. it is really good i'm like and, and it might be a thing where like i sub for 30 days maybe i take a break in between all these other games coming out and then i like re-up after so it's like i like that idea i'm not in a hurry to get like you know the very top set of gear and and be mm-hmm. a, and rating or anything like that i just want to play i'm enjoying the story it's really got just a nice feel and i love the combat it's just i had to do it how it much was, how much is it it's only 15 I feel like it was 10 i would just do it you could do if you're just only worried about one character like you can do one character per world for 12.99 not a big deal i mean if if you do like i guess if you i mean it depends how much you're willing to commit you could do like a three month pass for like i think like 50 dollars or some shit just seems but, like a lot of money and i'm so cheap yeah <laughs> we just talked about luigi's mansion being too overpriced i know and i only did it because like I've just been in a weird funk where no, there's just not a lot of games that are really catching my attention that are not grindy, like Division and Destiny and all these other games that are like Apex and stuff like that. Like they're just mm-hmm. not really capturing my attention. And Final Fantasy XIV was kind of like the one that did it. So it's a good game. It's one of the few MMOs I really. I'm not a MMO person, but I I played a lot of that game yeah. comparatively. I really really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I, I just had like this weird realization that is kind of upsetting that I don't really like Kingdom Hearts 3. I thought I was really oh, enjoying no. that game. And the more I've played it, the more I'm like, I don't want to be in these Disney worlds anymore. I just want to get to like the parts of the game that involve the organization and Xeonart and stuff like that. That's I don't the end. Exactly. How... I don't like the rest of the stuff. Like, I hate that they rehashed the stories from the movies it's just not fun it's funny for me because i never saw tangled so i'm like yeah sure go to tangled yeah like i don't know and then like how far wait how far did you get in it though so i'm i mean i'm still gonna probably finish it eventually but i'm i just finished like the the snow monster boss from the frozen world oh you're you've got further than i did so it's and it's fine. Like I enjoy the combat. I kind of enjoy all the. It's just a little too flashy. I think it kind of loses itself in the flashiness of it, of like constant form changing and. Sure. I It just has a lot going on, and I really miss the playstyle from Kingdom Hearts Two or from Birth by Sleep. Like, I just hate that he. They kind of like not he, but like they kind of crammed <laughs> everything into three. It's just too much. It's too much, but. I don't know. Parts there are parts of it I still like, but overall, like I just don't think it's that great, and it's very disappointing. <laughs> and then I've like I've like yeah. hit this wall with Sekiro where I'm like I don't want to play this right now for a while because I'm just not getting any further, and I don't really feel like putting myself through that type of torture for now. You need to tell me where you are, and I will point you in the right direction, though. I just don't feel like playing it for a while. Ah. <laughs> I think I'm good. Like I, I got to a point. I'm like, okay, these bosses are really hard. So like, cause I got through a few of the tough ones, I think. Okay. And they just didn't seem that hard to me where like, I'm getting okay. to these guys that are just destroying me and I can barely touch them. So I'm like, like the monkey guy. No, I haven't even gotten to the monkey guy. I got you to like to the, the giraffe centipede. <laughs> no, <laughs> I got to the guy in the pit, that ninja guy that, that kicks you and shit. Oh, he's like where you first started off. 
sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to fight him. I know, but I want to. He's <laughs> I just got, feel like he's gotta, there. Dude, you got to learn how to do the moves. That's what's crazy about that game. If you can't do the moves, you just like can't do it. That's but the problem. It's so, like, once you learn it, it's oh, it's so cool. It's but still very game. satisfying to sneak up on guys and stab them, or like to oh, do the yeah. combat. The combat's still really satisfying. Like, I just get to these like sub bosses that are just annihilating me, and I'm kind of like, I keep dying, and it's not good for my like world that I keep dying because. Oh, it's it, fine. It just Don't worry about that. Affects did shit, you. But... Did you fight the lightning guy at the top of the? Um no you would you would kind of know who yeah no the last like the last boss that i fought was like it was either the guy on the on the horse with the spear or oh, okay. the big guy you, in that big arena fight the madam butterfly or whatever her name is no <laughs> see like you're you're going in weird directions I, yeah. I feel like you need to go back to the butterfly lady I need to figure out where she is, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to take a little bit of a break from, from that game. I refuse to let you do that. Well, all right, whatever. I'll find the, I'll find <laughs> the fucking butterfly lady. Jesus. Fight the <laughs> butterfly lady. But yeah, even like now, all I can think about is Final Fantasy fourteen. So, Well, I want to play Demon Souls. So. <laughs> Perfect. So I, I had this, like, oh, this moment of weakness where I was like, you know what? I'm going to play more Destiny 2. And... Then they disabled Telesto, which is my favorite gun in that game, which instantly killed my desire to play the game. Huh. And I feel like it was just a sign like, no, no, go. <laughs> I'm Do done. better. You don't need this world anymore. You don't need it. There's no more Dinklebot. You don't need to be here. <laughs> That's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. That is all. That's all I'm I have. Sorry for, for your loss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goodbye to Lesto. Um, no idea what that is. I guess it's so actually interesting. Telesto is kind of is a fusion rifle, but when you shoot it, it has kind of like the effect that the needler had from Halo, oh. which was why I loved that gun. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Anyways, that's all I have. Any any final thoughts for you? No. Ben? Um, next week's gonna be big. Next week, we'll probably just talk about games because I'm getting um, The Sinking City. Oh, cool. From Gamefly. Yeah. It's supposed to be here on Saturday. Interesting. But it'll be here tomorrow, uh, which looks like a kind of survival horror y uh, Cthulhu. What's that? Lovecraft is the word I'm looking Lovecraftian. for. Lovecraftian. Um, Lovecraftian game. That yeah. Seems pretty apt for halloweeny time so we'll see what that is and we got outer worlds a lot of stuff will be coming out yeah i'm trying to think of what else that i might be interested in getting into i don't know there's we'll see demon souls (laughs) i do have my ps3 still that i can download it on i'll play with you we can play on the server the server that someone made i'll never i like i i think because i beat bloodborne like very like basic in a basic way i feel like maybe i came around on being good at souls games and then i play them and then i realize like it's just bloodborne that you love not these other ones <laughs> interesting <laughs> i don't know i feel like the more not bloodborne i play the less i like bloodborne really yeah 
but I mean, I guess I played it right before a second row, and I I did still really like it. But I I really love Bloodborne. Like I think I appreciate it more and more every time I play Sekiro. Oh really? Yeah, I, I, think, I appreciate I think, that. Game. The opposite. Yeah. Um, well. but it's I mean that's it's like saying that one of the best games of the generation is just a little worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think what I'll do is I'll take your advice and I'll focus on the butterfly lady. Go to the and butterfly lady area. If I think if I just get further, guy was okay. So I think I just need to get further in it, and I don't know, feel good about it again because I felt really good about it for a while because I'd beaten these bosses that I thought were really hard and that it sounded like other people had a hard time with. And then I get to this wall and I'm like, oh fuck, no, I'm, Dude, I suck at this it, game. It, there's, and it's the anecdote I've said so many times. There's this random guy you'll fight who has kind of the same fighting style as that guy in the well. Um, yeah. And the first time you fight him, and it's just like a dude. It's just like a dude on the side of the road, right? Uh, the first time you fight him is horrifying, impossible, and you're just looking at it like, no, this game's broken and stupid, and I, what? <laughs> and then literally beat the game, come back, I fight that guy, and it's just like, neo in the matrix i'm blocking everything i kill him whatever nothing he does nothing to me he means nothing i know exactly what he's doing i know how to counterattack every single thing he does and it's not like i upgraded my equipment i just learned what he's doing and how to play the game so everything is totally possible and achievable by you at your equipment whatever level it is just your willingness to pay attention and learn the mechanics of the game i feel like with that guy in the pit i kind of learned a little bit of his moves the problem to me is the camera angles in that small area yeah the camera's never been a souls games uh, friend <laughs> they all have bad cameras yeah i don't think i've ever like just hit a wall because so of can, camera angles with that guy you can get a sneak attack on him okay i tried do- he fucking turns around real quick no you can get it from above Okay. And you can drop down on him, and that'll cut the fight in half, obviously. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. And then you should be able to just learn, uh, basically dodge everything until he does his thrust attack and then counter the thrust. Um, generally, that's that's how it'll go. Man, I want to play that game again. Dude, on PC, I modded it so I have Woody as my character model. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> He's kicking ass, man. Ah, oh, Woody. I was actually watching a, a speedrunner play as Darth Maul. That game's awesome. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's so good. Anyways. <sighs> Carry on with the game, please. All right. All right. I will. Push forward, I will. All right. Well, let's uh, go ahead and pull the plug on this sucker. Okay. Until we resuscitate it for next weekend. Um Yes. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for continuing to listen. Um, we look forward to this every week, and I really enjoy editing this podcast um, most of the time. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> why would you even specify that? You know what I like? I like editing this. What? I do like editing it. It's just sometimes like wackadoo. I just I think I I just get more like I don't know obsessed with how it sounds than I need to. Okay. But anyways. 
we'll be back next week with another episode of Final Checkpoint. Please make sure you share with your friends and subscribe and all the normal stuff. And uh, hit us up in the email, finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. And we'll be back next week with more games and more news and more fun times that be had. Bye. Hey. We did it. <laughs>